Welcome to Making Waves on WGXC Wave Farm, a show about sound art produced by New Adventures in Sound Art. Anybody thirsty? Try an edible water blob. Drink up, and then eat the bottle itself. Don't recycle it, just eat it. There is no bottle, just a blob. A wiggly, jelly skin with water inside. Not sure how great it will taste. It might be a little bit rubbery, but it's certainly biodegradable. It won't last a gazillion years in a gigantic trash vortex in the Pacific Ocean. And hey, what would an edible water blob sound like? The water blob is an example of technology that could come to benefit the planet through cutting down on the use of disposable water bottles. What other inventions could help the planet? Can you think of any? Most people will have at least one benevolent idea in their lifetimes. Elon Musk would like self-driving cars to take us to school or work, automatically stopping to pick up our peers and co-workers along the way. Or, I don't know, how about a mechanical tree that throws chainsaws at loggers? In Four Machines to Save the World, Leah Boudreau asked a group of schoolchildren to brainstorm ideas for machines that could, in effect, save the planet. The response of these children reflected the heightened awareness of environmental issues across all age groups, as they opted to focus on environmental issues rather than social ones, though, of course, those are important too. The four fantastic machines to save the planet are, in order of occurrence, a flying machine that intakes pollution and outputs fresh air, a robot shaped like an animal that saves stray animals from the street, a machine to send all of our snow back to the North Pole so that the ice stops melting. And a submarine that cleans the ocean as it goes. Here is Four Machines to Save the World, which will start with the sounds of a flying machine that turns pollution into fresh air.
That was Four Machines to Save the World, a hugely positive meditation on changing the world for the better. I can only imagine this project was very popular with the kids and their reactions to hearing their machines in action must have been priceless. Lea Boudreau is a composer, musician and sound artist based in Montreal. She is now a final year digital arts student and has had a passionate relationship with sound since she was a teenager. Back then, she used to spend her days as a hermit, listening and creating, and very few things have changed. Changing One's Mind by Matheos and Georgios I definitely felt the ground go out from beneath me a few times while experiencing this one, lost myself momentarily, reminded me of that old apartment I used to have, you know, under the Large Hadron Collider. Actually, Changing One's Mind is not about science fiction, Tractor beams, aliens. Well, not directly, anyway. This work asks the question, 
What does psychosis sound like? Coaxing the listener through disparate physical acoustic spaces, the work uses unfamiliarity and change to trip you up again and again. Matheus and Georgios is a partnership of two lifelong friends interested in sound design, acousmatic composition, and sonic arts. They studied electroacoustics together at Concordia University in Montreal, and a common theme through their work has been perspectives on past, present, and future, intertwining old with new, even if that only means sampling from the old and from the new. The two composers write, Guided by themes of duality and space, the work aims to fracture a person's sense of reality. With homage to Karlheinz Stockhausen's directional sound and performance, the use of outdoor field and indoor multi-channel recordings is used to lower the listener into a cavernous surrealism. So what are they trying to do with this work? Well, it's definitely ambitious. It seeks to bridge human consciousness and sound art in order to raise awareness about mental health.
And that was The Sound of Psychosis, entitled Changing One's Mind by Matheos and Georgios. For me, it was a mixture of science fiction or a migraine in a crowded shopping center. Maybe having a fever and going to the beach anyway. The texture in this one really drew me in. I'd like to know if this duo is a fan of Aphex Twin. You're listening to Making Waves on WGXC. This next work is by Christopher Locke, and it's called Cauterize. Visceral, isn't it? Is something troubling you? Cauterize it. First, what's the problem? Summarize it. Childhood trauma, a death in the family, a bad breakup, a bad burrito, a pesky inferiority complex. Locke's problem was a succinct three sentences that he recorded himself reading aloud. He then took this very private info and went to Harvard University with it, playing it back over a 40-channel Hydra loudspeaker array for all to hear. What did it sound like, though? Well, it sounded cauterized, transformed. It sounded new. At Burning Man Festival, tens of thousands of people go for a fresh start, bringing along objects that remind them of a bad experience or writing down their troubles before everything is set alight in one cathartic explosion in the middle of the desert. Oftentimes, these rituals are just placebos to create some distance between us and past experiences. It's a floral offering with incense made to Lord Shiva, the deity of creation through destruction. It's a witch doctor pretending to suck a black pebble out of a bamboo straw pressed against the troubled patient's forehead, after which the pebble is thrown away or smashed into shards. Those are some other older traditional and performative ways of dealing with troubles. So stay tuned to hear what I mean. Here it is, Locke's mysterious three sentences in Cauterize.
That was cauterized by Christopher Locke. Can you imagine being present at Harvard University when he played his big secret for all to hear? I hope it had the desired effect for him. Locke's website is locke-music.com and Locke is an electroacoustic composer and digital media artist based in Cambridge, Massachusetts. He creates textural masses of sound and video and populates them with imagery of digital phantasmagoria. Locke holds bachelor's degrees in computer music composition and viola performance from the Peabody Conservatory of John Hopkins University. He is currently a PhD candidate at Harvard University studying computer music composition. Where are you currently? A bayou on the Everglades? What do your surroundings sound like? Up next we will be hearing the work of Barry Truax, entitled The Garden of Sonic Delights. Have you ever watched a movie where the computer animation, or CGI, was not 100% convincing? They call that the uncanny valley, when CGI is almost perfect, so nearly photorealistic, but is also noticeably fake, and you almost don't know why. Are the people too shiny? Does it look like they have muscles, or are they made of plasticine? That is what this next work reminds me of. Like taking a stroll through Uncanny Valley. In this garden, what sounds like a honking goose cannot be differentiated from the artificial sound, which is clearly not a goose. In the garden, synthesized sounds are what they are, while also being animals. Two things at once. This work walks a line and blurs the line as well inquiring as to the authenticity of our own connection to nature. Is our connection faithful, or would we be tempted to cheat on a fancy, tidier, neater replication of the real thing? Can nature's healing powers be evoked electronically, just as artificial light when tinted orange signals dusk and tells the mind that it's time to call it a day? This work is what I imagine Elon Musk throwing on in a geodescent biodome on Mars, to stand in for nature. Not the happiest of thoughts, still fun to entertain. So sit back on a deck chair, real or simulated, and enjoy the sounds from this crystalline bog of trees made of polygons. Be privy to an artificial acoustic ecology at dusk.
That was The Garden of Sonic Delights by Barry Truax. You are listening to Making Waves on WGXC. So, there are five kinds of people in the world. Those who watch commercials all the way through, those who have to mute them, those who change the channel whenever adverts come on and often forget to change it back, those who would rather turn off the television entirely, and those who get Netflix. Which one are you? On TV and Radio 2, compelling content is often reduced to bait that secures an audience of a specific demographic, all for the advertisers. Next up, we'll hear the work of Juan Carlos Vasquez, entitled A Landscape of Events, an auditory meditation about media consumption. In Vasquez's own words, this piece portrays an artistic interpretation of the transformations that media content suffers when experienced through contemporary outlets of information. Have you ever found an interesting article over social media but weren't able to read it because your screen filled up with pop-ups, banners, and advertising? A Landscape of Events is a piece heavily influenced by Paul Virilio's homonymous book. It is a sonic reflection on how the perception of time is distorted by the pacing of life portrayed in contemporary media, always in constant acceleration. This work, like the book, presents an amalgam of seemingly disjointed content.
Media shot full of holes by heavy-handed advertising is layered on top of our humble daily routines. Both spheres overlap, in imitation, increase and decrease in speed and intensity, forming one. That was a landscape of events by Juan Carlos Vasquez, an award-winning composer, sound artist, and researcher from Colombia. His electroacoustic music works are performed around the world and have been premiered in 28 countries. Thanks for listening to Making Waves. On air, this second Saturday of each month, 11 a.m. on WGXC.